The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday presented by DraftKings with Professor Greg Cosell. I have been waiting all week for this. Could barely even sleep last night. I need to know what Greg thought first glance of the rookie quarterbacks. They all look pretty good to me, but I don't go back and watch the coaching tape like the great Greg Cosell does. We'll get to Greg momentarily. It's the last show of the week, which means you got to go back and listen or watch the Even Money podcast. It was amazing with another pro better, Simon Hunter from the Action Network. You absolutely need to listen to Fantasy Feast. Joe Dolan did his quarterback tiers. The College Draft Podcast, we went over the top 10 prospects in the SEC. Plenty more for you to watch or listen to over the rest of the weekend till we are back bright and early on Monday morning, maybe even Sunday night. And in the meantime, you can also enter to win one of our contests because we don't just like winners. We love winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. So here's the deal, by the way. A, these contests are very easy to win. B, when you win it, you got to email me, ross at rosstucker.com, and let me know what you want. Do you want a signed picture? Do you want a signed press pass? I mean, look, I'm going to post these on social media then, but I know we got a lot of Eagles fans. I got my season passes from a couple years ago. Tell me those don't look sweet. I mean, I've got the Steelers game the other night. I got lots of stuff for you guys. Just make sure you enter to win any of the contests. And then after I announce your name, like I'm about to right here, email me, Ross at Ross. I got Ross. I want a signed picture. I want a signed Cowboys card. I want a uh, Eagles season pass, whatever. Just let me know. The spread the word winner for the week, Sean Sidnor via Facebook, facebook.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL. All you have to do is engage with at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod on any platform in any way. Sponsor confirmation email winner Jackie Ginter. Jackie bought some gear at ten thousand. I love it, Jackie. My new favorite workout shorts ever. I'll be talking about them later. And then the YouTube shout out, really cool. YouTube.com/slash Ross Tucker NFL, so you can watch people like Greg and I talk to each other. 
just subscribe so you can check out the highlights of the other shows on video and then make a comment and I'll give you a cameo style shout out. People pay for that. I'll just give you that shout out for free if you make a comment to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. It's big show time. The big show. All right. I know you're going to tell me to relax, Greg, and (laughs) you're probably right, but you know, we've been talking about these college kids for a long time. You know, last year you watched them. People like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Then we watched them the whole college season. Then we talked about them before the draft. Then we talked about them after the draft. They actually got out there, Greg, in uniforms on an NFL field for the first time. I know it's just preseason. But I also know there have been times where, like, Russell Wilson in preseason, we're like, I don't know. And then other guys, it looked really bad, and you're like, yeah, I don't know about that guy either. So I got to ask you about these guys. I'm very excited. Should I be excited to hear your breakdowns? Well, excited is a relative term, uh, Ross. I mean, obviously, these guys were out on the field. All you can do is really look at what they did and not make a any kind of final judgment. I mean, if you talk to people who've been doing this for a long time in the league, I'm talking about GMs, coaches, they're not going to tell you that this is the way to define what a quarterback's going to be. And it's it's easy to do that, and we're so excited to see them play, but you got to be a little careful about that. Um, so yeah, we can. Start, I'll tell you what I saw. I watched. I watched every snap of all the guys, and I, you know, I literally broke down every play of each guy. Awesome. Well, let's start. I'm doing the Eagles Patriots game tonight. Yeah, uh, it'll be on NFL Network. I am really excited about it. I went to the joint practices this week. And uh, I'll be curious to see, by the way, just how much they play their guys and what they show after a couple of days of joint practices. You never know. So let's start with Mac Jones. To my eye, Greg, in the at the joint practices, I thought he looked more comfortable, to be honest with you, than Cam. I mean, he certainly gets rid of the ball faster than Cam does. Cam was holding on to it a lot. What did you see from Mac Jones of the Patriots his first time out? And it's funny you mention that because – Cam has always been a guy that has held the ball because of his arm strength. So that's nothing new about Cam. That's the way he played even when he played at a high level. Um, You know, all I can tell you is what I saw from the first preseason game versus Washington. They asked him to do very little. It was quick game. It was what we call bang play action. It was wide receiver screens. They threw slant flat. It's a two-receiver route. It's an easy read. Um, He did throw an excellent deep ball to Wilkerson that was incomplete, but it was a beautifully thrown ball. Um, they gave him a, uh, a shot play opportunity to start the second possession. He did have Wilkerson on the post, but he took the check down to the back. Um, they did give him no huddle to start the third quarter with meaningful snaps of empty, which is something we've seen them do a ton over the years with Tom Brady. Um, I thought he had a chance on a timing anticipation throw to Nikhil Harry on his last series, but he didn't turn it loose uh, and he got sacked. That would have been higher level quarterbacking, but it was there. I thought overall he showed the ability to function effectively within the structure of the pass game. He's going to have to see things a little quicker and play a little faster mentally. And by the way, everything I just said is not a surprise. Right. That sounds like a lot of rookie quarterbacks. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, again, I just told you pretty much what I saw watching Mac Jones and he's going to have to be quicker. um, And, 
you know, I wasn't at the, the joint practice as you were, but that's going to have to be his game anyway. If he's to become a quality NFL starter, and even more than that, he's going to have to be at a high level in terms of the details and the nuance and the disciplines of the position and be really good mentally. And eventually that means being really good before the ball's even snapped. All right, why don't we just stay in the division now, I didn't get a chance to watch the Jets game, but I saw a few Zach Wilson highlights. I saw one, Greg, where he got absolutely smoked in the head in the in the chest, and there was a guy on his legs, and he still delivered a strike. Um, but I don't go back and watch the coaching tape like yeah. you do. What did you see from Zach Wilson? Well, I think this is a good offense for him. It's really the Shanahan 49ers offense with a lot of play action, a lot of play action boot. He's a he's very comfortable with play action boot. He's an easy thrower on the move. That will be a feature of the Jets passing game. You you saw he only had nine throws. You saw what you saw in college. He has light, quick feet on his drop and his set. He's got a live, loose arm with an easy delivery, good velocity. Um, you could see his easy movement and overall athleticism. So again, he looked for the most part like he did in college. Uh, a lot of throws. Uh, the one throw people were talking about, I believe, was on third down, was when he hit uh, Cole for 16 yards. It was a three-man route concept to the field, the wide side of the field. And the, it, the design of the three-man combination presented the open window to Cole on the dig, and it was really well executed. He threw it with timing, and he threw it with precise ball location. Awesome. Love it. All right, what about – let's get to some of these other guys. How about – Justin Fields in Chicago. What did you see from Fields? Yeah, the thing that I, I think, again, that peep, that got people excited about Fields, you know, in his first game, is that he looked comfortable. He looked poised. He played with patience. He played with vision. He threw with some patient, pace and touch when it was demanded. He showed some subtle pocket movement, maintaining his downfield focus. I don't get excited about the mobility, Ross, because we knew he had mobility. That, that was not a scoop, that, that Justin Fields is mobile. And people were talking about it like, oh, my God, he's mobile. We knew that. Um, and the Dolphins did show him a pretty good mix of man coverage, including one robber. They played some zone, including cover two. I thought his best throw was actually an incomplete ball. It was a sail route that was really well defensed by the corner, but I thought that was his best throw. But overall, I thought he played with poise and he looked comfortable. Yeah, and honestly, for a rookie in his first time out, that's probably as important as anything. Yeah, and he's a big kid who can move really well, and you don't realize how big this kid is. He's a big kid. So, again, I think what you take away from Justin Fields was was positive but based on just you know breaking down every play. Um, what about what about Trey Lance? What did you see from Trey Lance? Yeah, Trey Lance was a little all over the place. He made that great throw on on one of their staple concepts for people who remember and study the Niners. They hit George Kittle on a touchdown on that exact same play against the uh, the Green Bay Packers in 2019 yep. in a regular season game. And in fact, the Packers, because Matt Lafleur comes from the Shanahan tree. Uh, Rodgers hit Robert Tunyon for a touchdown against the Bears last year on that exact same play. So that's a play they run. It's a design play. That's the throw. So that was not a progression read. Um, 
overall, I thought that he was a little unsettled. He was a little quick. Um, when the primary read was there, Ross, he was decisive. When it wasn't there, he was a little hesitant. He hurried his mechanics, and he played a little fast when he had to come off number one. Um, I think he needs some work on his pace and touch throws in this game. Uh, on some throws that required pace and touch, he was a little too much of a fastball pitcher. Got it. Okay. Um, you know, so far, Greg, it's a little bit of a mixed bag for all of them. Although, you know what? You didn't really say anything negative about Zach Wilson. You know, you kind of well, had things yeah, for field. Nine balls. I mean, you know, it's hard. Like I said, all I can tell you is what the tape shows – this is not a definitive statement about their future. I mean, I read it, you know, all this week. I'm sure you've seen it too, Ross. Everybody's saying, these five guys, you know, this could be the best quarterback class ever. They're all going to be great. You know, they may. I hope they are, by the way, because I love when young quarterbacks come into the league and become great. That's great for the league. But, you know, let's. all I want to do is tell you what the tape showed in, the, in their first performance. Yep, I'll do the headline. Cosell <laughs> says Zach Wilson will be the best of the bunch. Um, hey, hey, all I want, Ross, is a cameo shout-out from you. The rest doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Greg. All right, last but certainly not least, Trevor Lawrence. i tell you, the highlights I saw of him, Greg, it looked like he was getting crushed a lot. Um, yeah, getting I mean, hit a lot, which didn't happen to him all that much at Clemson. No, no. That's funny you say that because – he was hardly ever under duress at Clemson, particularly in 2020. And I did see him in 2019 as well, but he, he didn't spend a lot of time under pressure at Clemson. Um, I thought that the first sack, by the way, on his first throw, that was on him. And again, this is very, very common for young quarterbacks who are not used to being under pressure and are used to their first throw being there. And what happened was, is that first throw, the primary was not there. He, it was a left side read, and he was looking for Marvin Jones in the slot, and he stayed on him too long. And on the same side on the outside, he had Chenault open on the inbreaker. That was the read side. Both Jones and Chenault were on the same side. And he just held the ball too long. Um, he, he didn't come off Jones and go to Chenault, so he was a little slow to eliminate and isolate on that given play. Um, but I thought what he did do very well is – there, was, there are throws to the outside, Ross, that are spot throws. In other words, you're not waiting for the receiver to make his break because if you do, the corner is going to jump in front of the throw and take it to the house. So those are timing spot throws. They're execution throws more than read throws. I thought he did a couple of those extremely well. Awesome. Um, you know, I, I got to ask you this, Greg, because he just got released. <laughs> Again, and that's Josh Rosen. Yeah. And I know you don't get any video of Niners training camp to know why he was released. Yeah. And frankly, you probably haven't really watched him other than when he had those starts for, was it the Dolphins that one year he was Well, no, he had a number of starts for the Cardinals. Uh, a couple right, of but then the next year he yeah. started some games instead of Fitzpatrick in Miami. Yeah. They let him start a few games and they were trying to figure out whether – I guess my question is – why do you think it really hasn't happened for him, Greg? Like, what does the tape show that maybe Josh Rosen's missing that could be a lesson for all of us as evaluators moving forward? Because it certainly seemed like there were a lot of people yeah. that really liked Josh Rosen coming out. 
I did too. I'll be I'll be the first to admit it. I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he was mechanically sound. Um, what I remember, because obviously I haven't looked at that recently, Ross, is it seemed to me, and I think back to when he had those, what, four, five, six starts with the Cardinals, I believe, the year before Murray got there. Um, I, I think someone like Josh Rosen, the way he plays, because he's a pocket player, needed to be really, really good with the timing and rhythm in the pass game. And I thought he could do that because that's the style of quarterback he would have to be. And if I can remember correctly, I thought there were times he was just a little slow with that. And if you're slow as a pure pocket quarterback with those kinds of things, then you're going to have a hard time in this league. So, again, that's just what I seem to remember. But he's running out of chances, and there's no one who's going to bring him in now and say you're competing for a starting job. So we might. it's possible we've seen the last of Josh Rosen. You know, it's funny that you say – slow, you know, with the timing of the offense. When I watch him, Greg, it just – everything he did look kind of slow. I agree. Like, everything I mean, like getting good. back from center. Yeah. He, and, and it's weird because everybody says, oh, he's a tennis guy, he's a tennis guy. And they say, well, Drew Brees is a tennis guy. But it just – even his pocket movement, he, he, he didn't move real well. No, he, it seemed that he was very deliberate in everything he did. And you're right about the pocket movement because quarterbacks who are essentially pocket quarterbacks need to be able to move within the pocket, not run out of the pocket, but move within the pocket. And that's an essential trait for quarterbacks who are at their core pocket quarterbacks. So it just, it did not, like I said, I doubt he'll get another chance at this point. I don't get into the personal stuff and whether people like him or dislike him, all that stuff was talked about when he came out, you know me, I don't get into that, but uh, you know, just talk about what you saw on the field. I think you're right. He, he was just too deliberate with everything he did. Uh, one other guy I wanted to ask you about um, today is Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams signs this huge deal yep. with the Seattle Seahawks, highest paid safety ever. You know, he wanted to be more. He said, maybe I'm a linebacker. They, they, they figured it out. That's not the point. The point is, Greg, I can't remember a whole lot of other safeties like him. I know that Paul Amalo did a bunch of stuff. I know that Ed Reed was all over the place. In some way, Jamal Adams reminds me of Bob Sanders at times. But I just I can't remember, Greg, a safety blitzing as much as he does, getting as much pressure as he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess my question for you is what makes Jamal Adams – such a special player. Well, I think he's a certain kind of player, Ross. I think with Jamal Adams, you have to play a certain way on defense. Jamal Adams is a box player. He's a blitzer. And by the way, the the, the statistics uh, for the Seahawks defense when Jamal Adams blitzed last year were atrocious. They got lit up when he blitzed. So uh, Jamal Adams is a certain kind of player. He's not Ed Reed. He's not Troy Palomalu. Um you need to play him close to the line of scrimmage. He's an aggressive downhill player. Like I said, they blitzed him a ton, but they were not successful in their pass defense when he blitzed. So you end up being able to you end up being somewhat limited in what you can do defensively because Adams is a box player. Diggs will be their their post safety. They'll have to play a ton of single high. Um, so their defense will become 
somewhat predictable, which is fine if you have great players. The Legion of Boom was predictable, too. They played cover three, but they had great players. They had two safeties who were phenomenal. They had, at the time, the best post safety in the game in Earl Thomas and arguably the best uh, box safety in the game in Camp Chancellor, who was 235 pounds. So Adams is really good at what he does, but he does certain things really well and other things you can't really ask him to do. Check this man out on social media, at Greg Cosell. We'll get a little bit bigger sample size. Week two of the preseason starts tonight. Check out your boy, uh, that'd be me, on NFL Network tonight, unless you're around locally to check it out. Really looking forward to it. And can't wait to see what we see from these guys next week, Greg. All right, Ross. Thanks so much. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to taking some of you guys down taking you down in season-long fantasy football. I play in one season-long fantasy league, and it's against you. If you go to Fantrax.com slash Ross and sign up for a free account and send it to me, then you've got a great chance because I'm going to start to announce the winners on the Fantasy Feast podcast next week of the season-long traditional league. You know how much I love customization. Look, we're all like this now, right? We want what we want when we want it. Have as many dudes as you want in your league. You want an eight-team league? You want a 16-team league? They got it. You want no defense and no kickers because it's not fun to pick or draft them like me? You got it. And you want to sign Devontae Adams' jersey? You might get that. Even better. This is what's crazy. If you bring your friends and your other leagues from wherever you were doing your league, over to Fantrax.com slash Ross, you will get over it because you will get a free trip, weekend getaway to watch your favorite team play, and you'll get $6,000 in spending money. So what is that, 500 bucks a guy? You go somewhere, go to a game, totally free, totally customizable, totally awesome, only at Fantrax.com slash Ross. That's F-A-N-T-R-A-X dot com slash Ross. Tux Takes. All right, let's start today, Ross, with that big contract that Jamal Adams got in Seattle. Four years, $70 million, $38 million of it guaranteed, making him the highest paid safety in the National Football League. Very interesting, Bri, in the context of what Greg just said. You know, he, he makes your defense... Very predictable because he's always going to be in the box. Diggs always deep. You can't rotate a whole lot of coverages. They didn't do well when he blitzed last year. I don't know. I mean, he makes a bunch of plays in the run game, and he he gets several sacks and hits on the quarterback. But I, I don't know. The way Greg broke it down didn't sound to me like he was worth all that money. I, obviously, the Seahawks think he is. But maybe part of that's because they traded so much to get him. Takes. Meanwhile, uh, first round of cuts this week happened in the league. Some of the notables include Lions long snapper Don Mulback, and as you and Greg already talked about, Niners quarterback Josh Rosen. So for Josh Rosen, yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll get signed again. I mean, if Kyle Shanahan is picking Nate Sudfeld over you to be the third quarterback. It's not a very good look, right? I mean, it's just not it's not a good look for Josh Rosen, especially with 
how well respected Kyle Shanahan is. So something to keep in mind. I don't know that any other team will – I mean, maybe he'll get one more shot next offseason. But a lot of teams have said, nah, we're okay. We'll move on from this guy. A lot of teams don't seem to be that enamored with him. I mean, he was there with the Bucks and the practice squad for a lot last year. If they don't bring him back, that tells you something too. As for Mulbach, 17 years, 260 games. I know he's quote-unquote just a long snapper. And those guys don't have as many snaps a game as other positions do. But he's still taking contact. And he's still putting himself in harm's way. And he's still teeing it up for 260 games. That's very impressive. Ducks takes. On the injury front, Bears rookie tackle Tevin Jenkins. Back surgery, Eagles tight end Tyree Jackson fractured back. And Deshaun Watson, evidently not injured, but he is being investigated by the FBI. Tevin Jenkins' back surgery is a total disaster for the Bears. I mean, they cut their starting left tackle, Charles Leno, who was on con- under contract, very affordable. He's a solid player. As soon as they draft a guy with a bad back, a rookie right tackle, they're going to move him to left, and they're going to cut Charles Leno? I mean, what is Ryan Pace doing? What is he doing? Now you have to sign Jason Peters to try to save the day? Brutal. As for Tyree Jackson, very disappointed by this, Brian. I was at the Eagles walkthrough yesterday, and I kept looking around. I didn't see Tyree Jackson. I'm like, uh, where is he? Because he made a couple catches that first preseason game. He's had a good camp. I'm excited about him and his future. And then I found out later, fractured back out for, I guess they're saying, eight to ten weeks. Total bummer for me for these next couple preseason games. I think for the Eagles for this season, he was showing some flashes. And as for Deshaun Watson, you know, the coach says he's not injured, but I still think they want to put him on IR to just maintain his rights, but not have him on the field this year. I mean, just an absolute disaster in every way. And it sounds like, you know, now he's being investigated by the FBI. But also, I think the FBI is investigating potential extortion attempts to try to get money from him. Again, just a total, total mess. Ducks takes. All right, lastly, there is a game tonight. You will be there. It's the only game tonight. Patriots at the Eagles. NFL Network. You pumped? I am pumped. But first, I'm pumped about these new shorts. From 10,000, seven-inch interval short with the liner. Highest quality, best-fitting, most comfortable training shorts I've worn. Now, listen, I have worn these now to lift. I've worn them on the stepper. I've worn them to ride my bike. I've worn them for yoga. They have different shorts that specialize in different activities, but I found the one I have so far I can wear for all of them. They have over 10,000 five-star reviews. Look, if you know, you know, right? Like if you're someone that works out a lot, you know how important it is to have good workout gear, right? Like you want gear that allows you to make gains, allows you to maximize your workouts. I like having a, a shirt that like they, that they have that they gave me that I don't sweat in. I don't, it's not like a cotton shirt that holds the sweat. And I like movement. I like freedom of movement. 10,000 is offering our listeners, that's you guys, 
15% off your purchase. Just go to 10,000.cc. Now listen to that. It's 10,000.cc and enter code Ross Tucker to receive 15% off your purchase. That is 10,000.cc and enter code Ross Tucker. As for the game tonight, Bri, um, look, it's the only game on. So I think, obviously, if you live in the Philadelphia area, it's or you know it's on NBC Ten or one of the various affiliates, right? If you live anywhere else, it's on NFL Network, and you can get it other than Boston because you'll get the Patriots feed up there. But I'm I'm so pumped. Number one, I love doing games. Number two, growing up an Eagles fan, I love doing Eagles games. Number three, it's cool to be on NFL Network. It's cool that a lot of people are going to be able to get a chance to see what I bring to the table live tonight and get a chance to see the work that I put in, right? Like you always want bigger opportunities um, and to show what you can do. And I'm, I'm looking forward to showing a lot of people what I can do. Remember, by the way, if you're watching me, take a screenshot of it, of me on the TV, and I will, uh, I'll, I'll try to retweet it during the game if you tag me and I see it. I would love to do that. I would also love to give shout-outs to our great I Think We're Done Here members of patreon.com slash RT Media. First and foremost, steakhousesports.com. What an awesome idea. Chris came on the Even Money podcast recently. Chris Aronchek, check it out. Steakhousesports.com. Pizza Boy Brewing, my fave around here in Central PA. Sportaculture. Vision Comics with an X, and HumanHeadNYC.com. Game day, get excited, and we'll be back, like I said, either Sunday night, bright and early Monday morning. We're getting closer and closer. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way... If what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.